Hello. It's the final episode. Possibly ever. Yeah, probably. I think. Okay. Because now we're allowed out to like see people and stuff soon. So we don't need to talk to our friends in this very strange podcast format. We can just have them round. That'll be nice, won't it? Yeah. Great. Well, shall we do this one last time then? Yeah. For, for our benefit. So we picked a film that was one of my like childhood films that I think meant a lot to me in the past. Yeah. From 1939. <laughs> that is That's how old I am. Quite a long way in the past. I know. It's crazy. It is crazy how long ago that was. Like, I don't think I've seen a film from like the 40s or 50s. Maybe, but not one I can think of. Okay, yeah. And then I've seen like few from the 80s, loads from the 90s and 90s. Mm. So anyway, we watched the film The Wizard of Oz with our boys. Our two sons, yeah. And we thought we'd get their opinion on what they thought of that film. Yeah, so shall we shall we uh, throw over to them now? Let's go to them. So, say hello and tell us what's your name and how old you are. I am Percy and I'm six years old. And what about you? I am Eric and I'm three years old. Thanks for being on our podcast. You're welcome. You're welcome. And what film did we just watch? Uh, Wizard of Oz. The Wizard of Oz, that's right. And it was the old version, wasn't it? Yes. So, at the start, what's different to this film than some films you've watched before? It's black and white. It's black and white to start with, isn't it? Did you notice that, Eric? Yes. Because in the olden days, they hadn't invented colour yet. And everyone lived in a black and white world. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. Mommy's no, they didn't. George was joking. Shall we edit out a bit? <laughs> no. Okay. Percy, do you want to tell us a bit about the story? What what happens in the story of Wizard of Oz? The, there's a big tornado and it takes Dorothy and, and her house and they go flying to a different world. Wow. Eric, do you want to tell me what happens in that different world? What's it like? I don't know, but I know how they got there. How? The storm took them there and they landed in the strange world. And it was colour. And it was colour when Dorothy opened the door. Wow. Was there anything important about where they landed? They landed on the the Witch of the West. East, I think. East. They landed on someone? Oh, no. But it was a bad person. Oh, thank goodness. So that's fine. And um, what about the little people? What were they called? Called... I can't remember. Were they the Umpa Lumpers? No. That's Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. Uh, the Munchkins. Yes. And how were, yeah. their, how were their voices, the Munchkins? How do they speak? Like this? <laughs> and then who what about the good witch? The good witch um t- 
took the 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 witch of the east. I think she was slippers. The, oh yeah. And put them on Dorothy. And when the good witch of the west appeared, and the bad witch of the west, the bad witch of the west appeared. She tried to take it, but but it was on Dorothy. Yeah, she had those magical shoes, didn't she? But all of the time, she didn't know they were magical. Yes. Who does Dorothy meet along the way on her journey? The lion, the tin man, and the scarecrow. We all we, we all know the tin men aren't real, though. Oh, okay. And do you remember what those people wanted to get? Yes. The scarecrow wanted a brain. The tin man wanted a heart. And the lion wanted courage. Well remembered. Eric, do you remember where they were going? What was it called? You called it Green Town. Emerald City. And what happened when they got to Emerald City? Don't know. They went to the Wizard of Oz's castle. And what was the Wizard of Oz? Uh, a big computer, but I... I but really, he was just a man you, making the computer, using it. Ah, they find out he does. he's not a big, powerful wizard after all, is he? No. no. Eric, what was your favourite bit from the story? The colourful horse. Oh, yeah, the horse that changes colour. Yeah. That was a good bit, wasn't it? Yeah. It was my favourite character as well. Did you have any favourite bits, Percy? No? No. Can you remember any of the songs? We're, we're going to see the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, can you sing it? Um, I can't. What was it? We're Can't going remember. to see the Wizard of Oz. The wonderful Wizard of Oz. Nobody knows the words. Because, 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 because. Because of the wonderful things he does. We're off to see the Wizard, the wonderful Wizard of Oz. I remember that, but I don't really know how to sing it. What happens at the end of the film? They, they get the bad witch of the east. Mm-hmm. The west. The, the, green, the green face one. I don't remember which direction it was. So. With, with a bucket of water. Oh yeah, she melts, doesn't she? Who knew that yeah. witches were dissolvable? If you were going to try and explain this film to your friends or recommend it to them, what would you say, Percy? I would say that people were in a black and white world and then a tornado sort of took them to a land and they have an adventure and they go to see the Wizard of Oz. And we haven't mentioned this bit, but but the Wizard of Oz wanted the, the bad witch's broomstick and so they went to her castle and got it. How would you talk about the film, Eric? What would you say? I don't know. <laughs> what about what mark would you give it out of ten? What, what would you What would you give it, Percy? I would give it eight. Eight out of ten. Okay. 
What about you, Pussy? What would you say your favourite thing to watch is? <laughs> Program or film? Film, okay. Okay. Um, my favourite film is Toy Story. Is Toy Story. Nice. Mm, which one? Toy Story mm, 4. You're wearing your Toy Story 4 jumper as well today, aren't you? Yes. Yes. <laughs> What do you think about being on a podcast? Is it fun? Yes. Is there anything you would like to say to the people listening right now? Hello. Lovely. We could have said that at the start. If you had to change one thing about this film, what would you change to make it better? I would change that the wizard wasn't so scary. Nice, when they get to Emerald City to see the wizard. Yes. Was it too scary a film for you, Eric? Yes. Too scary? Yes. Who do you think was the scariest character, uh, Percy? The the witch of the West. Well, one of the two witches. One of them's worse than the other one. Well, the one worse than the other, I think, was the scariest character. That was in charge of her flying monkeys. Yeah, okay. Eric, who was your favourite character in Wizard of Oz? Tin Man. Why was it the Tin Man? Because I just liked that person. He was nice, wasn't he? Yes. What about you, Percy? Did you have a favourite character? I liked the dog. Toto? Yes. Shall we say goodbye then, everyone? Bye. Bye. Thanks for being our podcast guest. Thank you, boys. See ya. Bye. Bye. Right, we're back. Yes. And we've sent them to bed. So we can have an adult discussion about this film. Yeah, because actually this film is is quite horrible and tragic. This is the things I would not like to share with them. I think the film itself is quite nice. I think the lots of the story of the making of the film is pretty horrendous and not for three-year-olds. Yes. So, for anyone who hasn't seen the film, do you want to do a quick run-through? Of the story? Yeah, for people who weren't alive in 1939 like you. Sure. Well, it starts off in black and white times. And that bit went on for surprisingly long. When I watched it back, you know, now. um, Yeah. I was telling the kids, oh, it's black and white for a little bit at the beginning. And then it's colourful. And Eric just kept going, when is it going to be colourful? And it really, there's a lot more at the beginning than I remembered. Yeah, so she lives in um, black and white times. I actually don't remember that bit as much as I do because what happens in that part of the film for me is my wife sends me out of the room to hang a light fixture. Oh, yeah, I forgot you were doing that, yeah. Yeah, so um, then I got told I could come back into the room when it turns into colour, um, which is nice for me. Yeah, you got the good bit. And... Um, so Dorothy lives in black and white times and it's kind of sad and her dog bites a woman. Is that right? Yes, and all those actors are then the characters later on. So it's like it, she goes into a dream 
and the people in her real life world become the people in this in dream, dream world. world. Yep. I actually once dreamt in black and white, so that's kind of the opposite of this film. I used to live with a man who was blind and had been blind since he was very young. And we had an interesting conversation once where he revealed he only dreams auditorily in audio. Yeah, that's great. I mean, it makes sense that if you haven't seen uh, pictures. Yeah. If you haven't seen images, why would you dream with images? You can't imagine them. Although, if you became blind later on in life, you must still dream with pictures. I guess so. I don't know. I'm not a dreamologist. But yeah, he'd been... uh, His name was Jack. He was one of my housemates. He'd been blind since he was very young, and he dreamt in audio only, and uh, that was an interesting little conversation we had. Yeah. I wonder about, like, apparently, like, babies even in the womb dream. So I wonder what they dream because they can't see anything i don't know what babies in the womb dream i bet they just dream that they're in the womb what else can they dream about they wouldn't dream about like being a sperm (laughs) oh i long to be back in the testicles with my millions of Uh, life was so simple when i was only half of me (laughs) when i was just a tail and the other bit of the sperm i always think of myself more as an egg yeah, classic. You're a classic egg, to be honest. Mm. Yeah. Um, so it's a dreamland yes. that she's in. And in the dreamland, her house crash lands on top of a person. Mm, in a garden centre. Yeah, and er- <laughs> usually if your house landed on someone, you'd probably feel a bit bad. But everyone's having a party because of it. Ding dong, the witch is dead. Which old witch? The wicked witch. Ding dong, the wicked witch is dead. <laughs> Don't know the tune. Yeah. So, right, there's the good witch of the north, because as we know, northerners, goodies. North Guess good. how old she was, by the way. The good witch of the north? Yeah. 41. 54. That was close. She looked good, though, didn't she? For 54. Anyway, and then the green witch is the wicked witch of the west. Yep. She's killed the wicked witch of the east, where you just see the legs. Dorothy has with the house. But what about the wicked witch of the south? She never gets... I mentioned. Is that the film Wicked? The musical Wicked? Oh, I don't know. that. It's one of the witches, isn't it, about that? It is to do with witches. That's a prequel, I think, to this. Uh, but yeah, maybe you'd get some explanation. So, everybody's happy that she's landed on this witch. And witch old witch? Oh, no. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> Are we just going to go around this loop? <laughs> Sorry. And... Then she she get, uh, magically steals her shoes. Mm-hmm. Which were meant to be silver, but they did them red because they were trying to show off Technicolor. Oh, look at us. We've got colour now. Film facts. Uh, I thought there were some good effects in that. There's a, the Wickedy Witch. Which old witch? The Wickedy Witch. Appears from uh, behind a cloud of smoke, I think. Mm. And I felt like she'd... It was a bit like a stage play being filmed. I feel like she'd come out of a trapdoor or something. There were some good practical effects. And then the nice witch... Mm-hmm. The good witch. Witch old witch disappears in a bubble. Yeah, that was cute. Yeah. I don't know if that summarised that, but the, she's with all the munchkins, isn't she? Mm. Childcare bubble. Big old bubble, that. Lots yeah. of bubbles. I've heard the r- munchkins were... Um, Rum lads, as your friend Shane would say. 
rum lads. In what way were they rum lads? Apparently, I... they got drunk every night, and then they also, because they weren't paid enough, they pimped themselves out to real-sized cast members. When you say pimped, do you mean sexually? Yeah, I think so. I read that. Oh. Also, one of them hung himself. Oh. I know, yeah, when you when you read some facts about this film, it really ruins the film for you. Well, this is going to be an interesting hour of chat. Mm, they're not even the worst facts yet. Oh, okay. Um, so let's carry on with the story. Munchkins do a song and dance. Um, and then they go off on the... Along the yellow brick road to see the wizard to get back home because she lives in Kansas. That's black and white land. It's mm-hmm. Kansas. And then she wants to go back to black and white land, so she must go and see the wizard of colourful yes. land. I didn't realise till I was an adult that Kansas is a real place. Yes, it's in America land. Yep. So, she heads off on the yellow brick road. And meets some friends. Make some friends. A stupid scarecrow. A scarecrow with no brains, sorry. Mm. A tin man with no heart. And a lion with no courage. Yep. And they all set off together because if the wizard is a wonderful enough wizard to transport her back to home, then hopefully the wizard will be wonderful enough to grant each of them the brains, the heart, the courage that they require, desire, not require. Do you want to know some fun facts about those three? When you say fun facts, are These, they as fun th- as the munchkin facts? Uh, okay, here's a fun one. Guess what the lion's costume was made out of? I mean... I don't know. I've heard one... I know one bit of costuming bit that was bad. Go on. Uh, that the snow was asbestos. Yeah, that's not a costume. So okay. I'm. So it makes me think that the lion's thing was probably made of like barbed wire or something horrific. The real lion. Uh, oh, <laughs> that's not better. <laughs> okay. Also, the tin man and the straw man. Scarecrow. Scarecrow. Yeah. Swapped roles. Partly because the first way, the first way around, the guy that was playing the Tin Man was allergic to aluminium, and this dust like all got in his lungs, and he was hospitalised. And then when they swapped, it was still bad for the other guy. Like it still was not great, but just not quite as bad. Yeah, I don't know if that's um, an allergy that we might all have: inhalation of aluminium dust. <laughs> yeah, grim. Mm, so many people died and nearly died making this film. Yeah, I, I, I mean, the film itself is quite nice and light-hearted to watch. Mm-hmm. And um, I suppose what's going to happen now is, because I, I've only done a little bit of research and you've done quite a lot, I'm going to go through the process of having that wholesome, light-hearted film absolutely destroyed. Yeah, but it wasn't your childhood film so no that's true you you're not really missing out whereas i feel like really sad like i had this whole emotional connection with this film because i went to see it in the theater when i was like four the theater yeah my granny got me tickets as like a nice gift and then she couldn't go because she got offered dialysis that she'd been waiting like 10 years oh no she got dialysis is that thing you're on she got offered a kidney. Yeah, one of them. She got offered it's a kidneys, bit. Kidneys, yeah. 
a bit. She got steak and kidney pie, <laughs> and she couldn't turn it down. On that day, so she oh, didn't get man. to see it. So we took someone else. We took Daniel Holt. Um. Anyway, so I remember going to see that. I mean, vaguely, I don't remember it well, and I was like really scared, and clinging on to my dad for a lot of it. Um. And then, then we bought the VHS. No way, the VHS. Yeah. That'll never go and out of wa- date. <laughs> watched it loads of times. Maybe still got it. So yeah, they, and they also did a performance of it at our church a long time ago. Do you remember that? I don't think I saw it. I think I knew of it, yes. That was good. Good. Um... So the Tin Man and the Scarecrow swapped places, yeah, that's yeah, where yeah. we were. Swapped roles. I remembered as well. I also had it on cassette tape and right. like the story of it and apparently I was listening to it on my Walkman. Oh, cassette Walkman. Classic. When I was like five or something when we were like going on holiday and my mum could hear me in the car just going, oh, poor Dorothy, poor Dorothy. I love that song as well, Somewhere Over the main Rainbow. Like, even when I was like five, that I guess it was my favourite song when I was five and I still feel like emotional about it. I think that's okay. Nobody murdered anyone whilst it was being written or something, did they? Well... Now that I know all the things that I know about Julie Garden, <laughs> what's her name? Julie Garden? <laughs> hey, have you met me, Auntie Julie Garden? <laughs> Julie Garden, she works in Tesco on the cigarette counter. Julie Garden, you know. It's really like, it brings a whole new meaning to that song and it just, oh, it's really tragic. Yeah, didn't they make that film... Judy, Judy. <laughs> about her. Yeah, and I saw that at some point near the beginning of lockdown, I think. And is it the mega sad? It's so sad. It's mm. that's that film basically ruined her. The her life. the Wizard of Oz film ruined Judy Garden's life. Yep. Hmm. What a happy podcast to end. <laughs> I know. It's ruined this podcast as well. Yeah. For being Judy anyway, Garden. Sorry, we'll t- get back to that in a minute. Uh, we were telling the story. Yeah. She meets these people. She goes off to see the wizard. That's about it, really, isn't it? Some flying monkeys. Another witch. Um. Oh, the witch wants to get the shoes because they're magical. Mm. And they're just nice shoes. Sparkly red. Mm. I'd wear them. Me too. With the right outfit, though. I don't know of what. Of course. I wouldn't wear them with what she was wearing with them. With. I think you need a sombrero and a shapeless bag skirt. <laughs> That's a reference. That's a special in joke for one person. Um, yeah, I would say those shoes are a bit fancy to wear with like a school uniform dress. And right, walking a long way, they had a bit of a heel. Would that not hurt? Mm. After a while, that'd rub on the on the back of your heel there, wouldn't it? Yeah. Take care of your feet, people. Um, yes. Yeah, so they they make it. I mean, they get there to the to the wizards. Green Town, as Eric calls it. Green Town, I'd forgotten that. And um, then he sends them off again. 
Oh yeah, because he wants the broom, and I'm like, why? Why does he want a broom? Green Town's dusty. That's why. Mm. And he can't reach the top bits. So then they have to go off to the witch's castle and fetch her broom, and they do. There's some shenanigans that go on. She sort of gets like I found it really difficult to watch the film as effectively as we usually do because we had our children with us mm. and they're not efficient film watchers they kept just being like what's going to happen now just Wait watch it. <laughs> um yeah i think why did the wicked witch have buckets of water all around her castle if water killed her yeah. that's surely an error you know stone don't you it's famously flammable <laughs> need to keep buckets of water on hand all the time because your stone might just combust. Mm. Who knows, the rules might be different in Oz, but that that was a, like a little bit of a plot hole, <laughs> a plot convenience more like. Um, I think it's it seems kind of straightforward as a storytelling thing, as a, as a story. There's not a lot of real obstacles is what I'm thinking of it it never feels like she really won't get to go home mm. but maybe that's just because the film is so old and we all sort of know that Dorothy gets to go home you know you it's not like Apocalypto where he really <laughs> could have died so many times it's quite a gear change from Apocalypto <laughs> yeah honest. but I actually find this film sadder because I know the background and the truth Whereas Apocalypto didn't emotionally damage me at all. Well, yes, but that's because and it, this is after World War One, and Apocalypto was set before World War One. Oh yeah. And we know that's your emotional cutoff, right there. I wonder if it will change though, and when, in like, you know, another twenty years, my cutoff will be World War Two. Is your cutoff solely based on wars? Do you think it'll then go to like, the Falklands or? Gulf War One. See, I don't even care about the Falcons now. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. They just it was an island. You've got a relative who <laughs> fought in the Falcons. <laughs> Sorry. Oh well, he lived though, <laughs> and also I didn't know him then. Well, no, because you weren't alive. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 you d- you, oh. Shall we talk about the film? <sighs> yeah. Do you want to make us sad again? Yeah. Go on then. Shall I say some sad ones and then mix in some like non-sad ones? Oh yeah, do a surprise happy one. Okay, sure. Well, okay, the saddest bits, and I'll cheer you up some some happy ones after this. Just Julie Garden. (laughs) You can't get it right. (laughs) Do you want me to help you? Yeah, go on. Judy. Yeah. Garland. Garland. Yes, not Julie Garden. <laughs> yeah. um, Sounds like a Peter Kay character. She was 16. Right. And really they wanted someone who had a childlike look, so they should have picked someone younger instead of taking a teenager and putting her on a diet. Uh... So, first of all, they said, well done, you've got the job. You need to lose £12. They only let her eat one meal a day. Oh. Worse than that, they made her smoke 80 cigarettes a day to suppress her appetite. 
Wow. But here's a fun fact. When the Tin Man cries, it's chocolate syrup. <laughs> Still on the six. Okay. I'm like, how back, do back you even... You ready to she had to sing as well. Like, wouldn't 80 cigarettes a day <laughs> ruin Somewhere over <laughs> the rainbow? <laughs> Lovely Julie, keep going. <laughs> I I guess they didn't know cigarettes were bad then. They didn't. That didn't happen. Well, they did. Some people did. But imagine okay. making a, si- a six-year-old smoke 80 cigarettes a day to keep them skinny because they wanted someone that looked a bit childlike. She also had to wear a corset. Yep, great. Okay. That's one of the happy facts, right? Yeah. Um also. Yeah. They didn't have all those rules about. So now they've rules about under 18s can only work certain hours. Okay. And that's why when you see high school films, they're all over 18 because it's just easier. Yeah. But I know it's hard to do films with kids in because they've got they're only allowed to work like nine to five Monday to Friday or something like that. Those slackers? No, no. Go on, sorry. I know. Um, so anyway, what they did in those days when they didn't have rules to get a lot of work out of her is they fed her different drugs to keep her awake. So amphetamines. Yeah. Bar, bar, barbiturates. Barbiturates. Yeah, what are they? Drugs. So they fed her. Horrifically addictive, if memory yep, serves. Yep, and she did get addicted to them. Oh, good. So they fed her those to keep her awake, and then when they were like, oh, go to sleep now, then they gave her sleepy drugs to be like, you can have four hours of sleep now. Take this oh, drug. Oh, good. 20 hours a day on barbiturates and four hours a day on sleepy yeah. drugs. And one meal a day. Like, uh, one meal a day and 86 a day. It's it's so it's so horrendous. Uh, she also got slapped by the director um, when she, like, got the bit of bit of the giggle, something to the lion, and needed to just snap out of it. You know what you do when you... You just slap a 16-year-old. Yeah, I do. (laughs) I mean, sometimes we get the giggles and you need... And then sometimes when you're acting, you need to be like, okay, stop giggling now. Just take a breath, He thought, I know how to deal with this. Just slap her. Oh, great. Um, You know, I'm going to be honest with you, love. Not enjoying this so much. Okay, should we have a, a happy fact? She says, desperately searching her pages of notes. Um... Okay, the dog was called Terry, and he was paid £125 a week, which was much more than the munchkins. That was a happy <laughs> fact. <laughs> That's the happiest I can get from Wow. Fact. I mean, the dog was called <laughs> Terry is quite nice, but <laughs> the dog is paid more than the uh, the munchkins is not so okay. great. Back to the sad fact. Here we go. Let's press on. Okay, this is the last sad fact oh, about Dorothy. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah. She was paid... The second worst of all the main characters. Of course she was. Slightly more than the dog. Um, she, there, so if you see the film Judy, that's about her later life when she comes to London in her 40s. She's an alcoholic. She's a single mum. She dies age 47 because she's addicted to those drugs. As an overdose, I think not 
I think not an intentional overdose, but she's addicted to those drugs. But she does make several suicide attempts. Okay. Um, and she doesn't have much money and stuff. And that is the end of the sad facts about Dorothy. But yeah, it pretty much screwed her up and ruined her whole life, that film. Happy fact. <laughs> Trying to think. Oh, okay, here's 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 a happy-ish fact. The daughter of Dorothy married the tin man's son for five years. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Julie Garden's daughter <laughs> married Chocolate Syrup Tears' son for a bit. Yep. Um, they had a try at marriage together. Aunt Em killed herself, but it was when she was like 81. So What? That's not okay. Yeah, I think what's the point? <laughs> what's the point of killing yourself? In yeah, your you've 80s? never liked the old or wanted to be <laughs> old. So, is there anything good about this film? Is there any way we can watch it now... Unless you're an idiot like me who doesn't know this backstory and just go in and be like, oh, this is nice and colourful and cheerful. Is there... Um... I guess the good, the happy thing we can take is that it's not as bad now being in films, but it's probably still quite bad. But not in the same way. I don't think they make 16-year-olds um, have 80 cigarettes a day. But then there's all the pressures of social media, so... Hmm. We talked about Christian Bale and some of his body transformations for Batman. Oh, yeah. That and I showed good. you that picture of him as the machinist. Where he's all yeah, oh, that was... Yeah, I can't believe they did that. And I think his, his meal was an apple and a coffee and a cigarette a day or something like that. And Tom Hanks did similar for um, FedEx the movie where he was stuck yeah. on that island and he had, like one bowl of soup a day or something um but i feel like those i mean they're adults and it was a choice you know yeah and they're getting paid properly top whack yeah when a dog is almost getting as paid as much as you you can't feel I, when a dog is getting paid more than you you said the yeah, munch- she did get paid more than the but dog. the munchkins were getting oh, paid yeah. less yeah, yeah even in 1939 that can't feel great it was also very warm on set because they had to have all these like crazy lights to get the the Technicolor. So it was a hundred degrees, which I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit. Yeah, it's like close to forty degrees, I think. Oh right, okay. So the Hot. people wearing those massive costumes, you know, there were the costumes, the guards outside the the witches thing. They were sort of wearing like a like a beef eater kind of thing. Yeah, I think so, yeah. And then obviously like the lion, they were all like sweating and fainting all over the place. Lovely, just what you need. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ruby slippers were stolen from a museum in 2005 and then recovered 13 years later by like the FBI. It's quite recent then, the recovery really. Yeah, they're worth a lot of money. But there's several pairs of them, there wasn't just one pair. Um, So... Given all of those horrible facts that I've just told you. Oh yeah, I'm aware of them now. Another sad thing is the film didn't even do well when it first came out. I know now it's like a big classic, 
But it came out at the end of like the Great Depression or something, which is not a good time to release a film. Um, and the film Gone with the Wind came out the same year and that did better. In fact, they stole the directors from this film to go on to the to that film. So this film had four directors. Yeah, you say it's not a good time to release a film. It doesn't sound like it's a good time to be in a film either, to be honest. Um, yeah. I did read a bit that they they took one of the directors to go off to Gone with the Wind. I've seen a bit of that, but I haven't seen all of it. No, I don't think it's the classic that The Wizard of Oz is. So then when it came out like on TV and stuff like that, I think then it had a big comeback. I mean, if you think I got the VHS in uh, probably like 1990 or something. Lovely. They must have made some money. But poor Julie Garden didn't see any of it. Didn't see a penny of that. Oh, I've got some more sad facts. Oh, great. I, I just mean, remembered. You know the Wicked Witch of the West? Why did we have that big break in between sad facts, <laughs> my love? Let's crack straight on. But the thing is, when you talk about sad facts about the witch, you're like, oh, but she was a witch, so... Uh, <laughs> she was an actress playing a witch, my love. Anyway, she caught fire... What, re- what? ...in the fire smoke scene and was quite badly burnt and it took six weeks for her to recover. Then when she came back, she was like, I'm not doing any more fire scenes. Fair enough. Um, Fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> legit. Okay. Then they were like, okay, we'll get a double in to do another fire scene for you. And the article I read was like, because she's a single mum. Like, as if that's the reason you wouldn't want to be set on fire. Married mothers, we're cool with setting them on fire. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm cool being set on fire because if I die, at least my kids will have one parent. <laughs> anyway. Oh, ideal. The stunt woman also got set on fire and she was in hospital for 11 days. Yeah. And she got paid... Oh, she got paid $35 for that day, the stunt woman. The stunt woman. (laughs) Yeah. Stunt people are sort of a different breed, really, you know, because they come in and do that one day and, and I've watched a lot and read a lot about stunts. I find them really fascinating Mm. but nowadays they pay stunt performers really well just in case they die yeah i was (laughs) i was hearing about a stunt performer who ziplined between two planes in real life whoa and got paid a million dollars to do that because it was like okay i'm gonna do this but if it goes wrong i need to secure the future of my family or long-term Injury care or something. Like, $35 to get put in hospital for 11 days is not right. That does not sound worth it. Yeah. How long does $35 last in 1939? I don't know. And I guess he would have had to pay hospital bills as well. I don't know what the deal was then. Oh, I imagine so. I mean, 39 was before the NHS in the UK was created, so... Yeah, that's a weird thing, what you said, because... Surely no money is really worth it, though. You can't be like, oh, well, a million dollars, that's great, because, I mean, amazing if you do it, you get to do something really fun, and then you've got a million dollars at the end, bonus. But, like, it doesn't actually replace a father or whatever. Yes, um, money can buy you a lot of things, but it can't bring back a loved one from the dead. Not yet, anyway. True. Deep. (laughs) So have I successfully ruined that film for you? 
I'd say so, yeah. I mean, you've really killed any kind of um, light-hearted comedy bants I was going to try and have about it. I know. I'm sorry, but it's not the time for comedy. It's the, the time for something else. The time for... For us to get angry about these things. Yeah, and also to be thankful that, as far as we know, that kind of thing doesn't go on or is not widespread. Yeah, that kind of thing doesn't go on. But I think still a lot of exploitation, there's still, like, gender pay gap And some of the horrific stuff that came out a few years ago about Harvey Weinstein and Kevin Spacey and the, the horrible stuff that has happened there's people now trying to do ethical fashion for example Mm. or ethical fast food is there like an ethical hollywood ethical movie making you know we've got ethical banking is it something that we could i think the good thing is that people do have more of a voice now if they choose to use it like loads of actors would be on Instagram or Twitter or whatever and they can, you know, like with the whole Me Too movement and stuff like that, they can share their stories yeah, and people will listen to them more than I'm sure Judy didn't do anything. And I don't know if anyone even knew that those facts at the time, really, outside of the film. And if people did know them, whether they'd even care i think everyone the whole time was saying to her well you're so lucky you've been chosen out of hundreds of girls to be this girl so don't complain that was the attitude of like suck it up because a million girls would love to be you i think from what i've heard that kind of thing still goes on in the kind Mm. of harvey weinstein thing is whatever it's you know like shut up and be grateful for where you are and if you don't that it will have you replaced kind of thing which is a powerful silencing tactic so on that note I thought this has been like the saddest episode ever I thought maybe we could look back at the films we've looked at in season 2 and just talk about our faves and stuff So most of the films from this season have been ones that have been recommended to us. Yes. So we started early on with Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Oh, yeah. Then we had Jojo Rabbit, Mm -hmm. the Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah. The Goonies. Yeah. The Big Sick, Fish Called Wanda, Game Night, and then we went... To your choice, Ten Things I Hate About You, My Choice, Apocalypto, and The Family Choice, (laughs) To Ruin Our Lives Forever, whatever this film's called, The Wizard of Oz. Yep. So what's been your fave out of those ones? Because they're all films we haven't seen before. I enjoyed Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, I love that. It's a a good film. I thought, um, I don't remember her name, but the... The main lady who plays the young Jewish girl mm-hmm. was brilliant in that. Really good. Um, I enjoy. I mean, I enjoyed a lot of them. Looking at the list, Grand Budapest Hotel was probably my first like real Wes Anderson film where I I caught hold of the style. Yeah, I enjoyed the the pictures in that. 
yeah, it looks. I'd like to just see an Instagram account of pictures of that. I'm not bothered about (laughs) the plot line, but just the pictures. Um, The Goonies had a you know that little weirdness with the with some of the stuff, but it was all all over. It was a fun one to chat about. Yeah, uh, I thought the Big Sick was a nice surprise. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Uh, your description of it is not very rom and not very com, but still a rom com. Yeah, I yeah I enjoyed it. I loved Game Night actually. I Great, thought that okay. was that was a good couples film, I think. And Fish Called Wanda was odd, but like kind of fun. Like it was a good one to chat about. A lot of crazy stuff went down. Ten things I hate about you um, was fine. Yeah, <laughs> do you know? Heath Ledger is great. I think you start to see a glimpse of a really good actor. Apocalypto is absolutely still one of my favourite films. And um, now The Wizard of Oz isn't. Sorry. Well, it's not your fault. It's all those heartless cads in the past. Yeah. All those terrible people. If we look back on then this podcast, if we say this is the last ever episode. Yeah. You know, and and we might I still want to watch more films, though. Well, there's some there's some things I was going to say. What are you going to take from this experiment going forward? You know, what was, has it has it been good? Have we learned anything? Have we enjoyed anything? And what will you take going forwards? Yeah, I think I've said this before that I like the idea more of seeing a film that's your film and then seeing a film that's my film instead of trying to get this sort of what's the word um, compromise. Yeah, a compromise film that we're both not really bothered about I think I prefer this and it has made me try different genres of film and not just write off whole genres I think it surprised me how much you were able to enjoy something like Gladiator or Apocalypto because if I'd said to you outside of this experiment Let's sit down tonight and watch Apocalypto Love. You've been like, oh no, sorry, I've got to go and read depressing facts about the Wizard of Oz again. Yeah, yeah, there's no that. way I would have sat down to watch it. Have you learned anything? I think sometimes researching a film can be fun and informative and interesting and exciting, and sometimes researching it can really bum you out. <laughs> I think I I would um happily carry on the alternating kind of hey if you want to watch a film tonight it's your turn to choose a film let's sit together yeah 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 and deliberately watching a film and asking questions about it i'm quite happy a lot of times to uh just cruise control through a film switch off not really paying attention um where whereas this way of watching a film on purpose and watching a film that's not your choice has uh, has been interesting and I'll probably mm. do that again you know I'm trying to broaden my horizons and not just be a captain of death yeah it's made me appreciate films as well like how much goes into them like how much money yeah. how many actors and then how many people that aren't actors that all like the wardrobe people and all the different editing people and like I don't even there's so many people that go into doing a film even like the really minor stuff like the catering people like that's that's still that's still part of it yeah the catering and the accounting and things like that like i um dull stuff i watched a film the other day i forget where it was maybe we even watched it together 
and it wasn't for the podcast and I just started watching the credits out of habit. And then I, partway yeah. through I caught myself, I was like, oh, I don't have to do this. But I wish there was a way to say, hey, you know, we recognise that all of you people who are not in front of the camera are also contributing and worthwhile and work in the film industry and good job. Well done. Yeah. Any favourites from all of the podcasts of the people we did shout outs to? <laughs> That's who I was thinking of. I know it well. Poor old going Chris Lyon. <laughs> Chris Lyons. Chris Lyons. The liar. I will never forget that honestly, right, you, uh, that could now be, that's going to be my obscure fact. If anyone ever tell, <laughs> asks for like, you know any obscure facts, Dan? Because they're always saying that. Pre-pandemic, people are always asking, <laughs> Dan, know any obscure facts? Imagine if it comes up on it on like a pub quiz. Boom! <laughs> Chris Lyons supplied the teeth for Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, actually. And we tagged him on Instagram and he never got back to us. Um, yeah, and there's the wig maker. I also, I love the shoe coordinator. Oh, yes. <laughs> dear, dear shoe coordinator. Yeah, I think that just that was just fun. And it also made me think I could, if I really tried, you I could, could be a shoe coordinator. No, no, I still don't think I could. But I could get involved in a film. Like, I wouldn't be an actor. mm and I might never make it as a writer, even though I love to write and create or music or whatever. But there's some role out there that you could weasel your mm. way in. I'd like, like to be the the paper mache person. Of course. If anyone out there listening has got a film coming up that they're making and they, they've got everyone except for the paper mache person, please. Or a mosaic artist. Love, oh, don't, yeah. don't limit yourself. Um <laughs> Yeah, it's that's been one of my pleasures, I think, about this, has been finding those people and thinking, good job you, person. Yeah. Well done you. I know in the little jingle we've got, you know, highlight someone with a silly job or name, but really it's become a little bit of like a thanks to uh, you, well done you kind of moment. It's nice. I still follow a guy list on oh, yeah. Instagram. I can't remember which film he was from though, or what even his job was. He was one of the stuntmen, top of my guy list. <laughs> yeah, I just remember said? making that joke and being um, like, "That's a funny name." He's a stunt performer, if memory serves, but I forget which film. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't got many followers on Instagram. He's just like a normal guy, and he's just like, "Oh, look, I'm eating an ice cream or something." Oof, dangerous. <laughs> Is he doing it whilst on fire? <laughs> doing a backflip out of a window? He seems just like an all, a normal guy. But <laughs> a normal Good job, guy, guy list. <laughs> Him and Chris Lyons, they're the two names <laughs> we remember. Of course, I remember Simon Atherton, the uh, yeah. ancient weapons, weapons expert. Song. Yeah, we haven't done a credit shout out for Wizard of Oz. Okay, did are you we going to do one? Down? I did not. Did you? No, I didn't. Let's just shout out Terry the dog. Terry the dog and Julie Garden. <laughs> who sells cigs at the Tesco. Right. Let's go and enjoy our real life lives and stop watching so many films. Or, if you're like me, kick your wife out of the house to go and bother some of those people she's missed <laughs> and keep enjoying films. <laughs> Down the introvert. Thanks for joining us and being our company in these dark times. Thanks for listening. It's been really nice getting messages from you or hearing from you. 
I'm not going to name everyone because there's about 20 of you. Let's say some common names. Cause then Will, Will. John. Uh, thank no, you. No, I was just going to say random. Pedro. Thank you, Pedro. <laughs> Mohammed. That's yes. That's a common name. Uh, Salma. <laughs> thank you, Salma. I'm just, I just, you know, you said say names. I feel like we need some kind of goodbye song. Goodbye, goodbye. goodbye. <laughs> it's time to run. Goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> I hope you've had good fun. I say goodbye to you and all your friends. I say goodbye. Please come back. Again. Goodbye. <laughs> 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 I wouldn't want.